Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Vibe higher, bitch. Vibe higher. 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 What we need to do is see the world in you and see the world in me. And when we get into our bones, we wake up to the moans of freedom. Of freedom. So like. Like a track's like when we get on the mic, we got that pussy on tight. And the vortex all right, got them all calling out. Vibe higher, bitch. Vibe higher. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Superficial Magic. I am Megan Granger. And I'm Dana Moon. Today, we talk to Rachel O'Brien. She's a podcast host. She's an actress, and she's an amazing comedian. Um, Her podcasts are Be Here for a While and Screwed Up Stories. Yeah. You've been on uh, Be Here for a While a few times. You know what? It's one of the things I'm known for. (laughs) If there's one thing I'm known for... In the LA comedy scene, it's being on podcasts and be here you for do, a while. You do podcasts like nine times a day. I, pro- and this is not me bragging in any way. No, shape we know. or form. I had a week where I had a podcast a day. That's every day. Amazing. None of them were mine. I try None to, of them were I mine. I try to go on people's podcasts and they mace me in the face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, can I be on your podcast? <laughs> no. <laughs> Um, so yeah, she talks to us about how she manifests stuff. She talks to us about Vanderpump rules, Her spiritual practices. She's really cool. Yeah. This was a really fun, funny episode. I just, I know this is coming from insecurity, but I just want to put in a little note because I remember somewhere in our conversation, I was really embarrassed because she was like, I heard that boys like you. And then you were like, yeah, boys like you, Megan. And I was like, yeah, boys like me. And then I left and I was like, no, they really like I I I go on lots of dates and people don't want second ones. I thought you were going to say the opposite because I don't remember you being I remember you resisting it. I think I did. But then I think I like succumbed because I just didn't want to be annoying. But then I afterwards was like, that was Boy, I feel weird. Boys like you. I think that's fine to admit. I I don't I admit that boys like me, but I also admit that a lot don't. I think boys like me and then they get to know me and then they don't. <laughs> that's always fun. <laughs> They're like, oh, she has bad gas. We're out. We're actually going to tell a little story about you dating um, this week. Should we start with that or should we start with what I- happened I feel like Megan's update is better than my date story. So let's get with your update. Oh, my God. Okay. So if you guys will recall last week, I um, told you guys a little like ditty about the seven day challenge that I was going to the do. The seven day vibe higher challenge. Yeah. So I put it on my Instagram. Very simple directions. Meditate for two minutes a day on your highest self and journal about all the things you're grateful for. This opened... <laughs> like an actual gateway to hell i'm writing an essay about it how come every time you really try to improve your life something awful happens horrible literally it was just like so okay i have a few reasons written down that maybe it's happening maybe it's because when i do that i'm like denying my shadow self and i'm not giving enough love to of the other side of me and it's like fuck you bitch we we'll just show you who's boss maybe that's it 
or maybe I'm just coming up against a lot of my old resistance and it's just like I need to be patient and and work through it or maybe um it's just like a fear of change and so my brain is manifesting all this stuff to keep me stuck I don't know there's lots of theories people have lots of theories on my last week are the people just you and your different personalities <laughs> is there are the people no, you and there, Finn? there is other people involved in these theories actually because so many people had to help me um with so many different aspects of all the things that yeah, went tell wrong. the story. Sorry. I mean, there's I just, no, there's no story. Just everything. Like it was like my phone went missing and then somebody got into the phone. So like somebody could send a picture of my vagina to my dad at any moment. Cause my stupid password was so obvious. It was 6969. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so like my phone got stolen. They started FaceTime. I don't have find my phone. I don't have anything like that. Like nobody get excited. There's no way to find it. But anyway, it was just one thing after another. And we don't realize. I mean, I guess we do realize. But like phone is life. Um, life. My whole life is on my phone. I didn't know like what to do. I you didn't felt know like where you were removed turn. from society. Yeah, I felt really removed from society. And then from there, it just, it you know, the punches kept coming. And I was like, I am grateful for air. I'm grateful for the sky, like shaking, like so scared of everything bad that was happening. So it was pretty sad. Yeah, there. Yeah, you were, you went through a, a time. Yeah, you but I time. think I was just being birthed into, maybe I was just being birthed into a better reality. Had to let go of a lot of things. Old phone included. Old numbers. Okay. So how? Wh- what's the upside of you going to hell and coming back? Okay. Um, I feel like I let a lot. I had to let a lot of things go. And Example? kind of reorganize. Well, my old phone lists, um, like of people that aren't worth keeping in contact I with. I love how Megan just kept texting me, whose number's this? Yeah. Who's no- I'm, I'm like... <laughs> Well, I don't remember people's You just numbers. put it in your phone and then it shows up. <laughs> like, I don't expect you to be like, oh, 313-920. That's Natalie. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. <laughs> um, so, uh, so, you know what? To be mm. determined. I don't know. TBD. I don't know what I learned. Okay. Okay. We're still learning. We're still learning. You know, I'm I'm just now coming out on top. Although today you could say... Megan, are you on top? Because um, I went downstairs. There was a ticket on my car. I realized I'd locked myself out of my apartment and I overflowed my toilet. So are things back? Um, I, I think you're still you're still in it. I feel like Mercury is in has been in retrograde. <laughs> Megan Inside is in retrograde. Me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, what's so funny. I mean, I, this, I don't know how funny this is, but um. <laughs> she jumps out the window (laughs) you okay i get an email Mm. i got a text from natalie being like oh my god respond to megan's emails she has she doesn't have her phone she has to help out a neighbor friend she needs uh, to get access into somebody's apartment yeah she she has to do this thing for a neighbor and all the instructions were in her phone and i'm thinking 
I'm like, Megan loses her phone every day in her bed. Mm -hmm. So I literally thought this was an LOL moment. Yeah. And the whole time you're like losing your shit. And I'm like, ah, ha, ha, Megan. It's check your cushion. Right. Yeah. And you called. So anyways, so here's what here's what I wanted to tell you. Um, I had to block a guy. Yes. I didn't want to, but I had to. Mm-hmm. He's a he's an energy sucker. Oh my god! It you was guys, you just... all have them in your life. You all have them in your and life. Time to block. I hated doing it, but it was like every time I went to my phone, it just my stomach turned because mm-hmm. it was just so aggressive. Yeah, he just needed it. Was it wasn't like he was mean or anything. He just needed too much of your time and attention and worry and demanded it and, and demanded I it and demanded needed it that week more. But here's the thing is, is is there's a difference between somebody feeling entitled yeah. to you pulling them out of their emotional mess. Right. And that really, I was just like, yeah. I don't owe saving you. Yeah. And you can't blame me for your, anyways, whatever. I don't want to go down that route. Had to block. Mm-hmm. Um, And then I kept getting phone calls from like, no caller ID, no caller ID. And I was like, oh my God, he's crazier than I thought. <laughs> he found a new number to call me. I'm like texting my friends and I'm like, oh, what's my next move? How do I not get involved anymore? I got to And then I get a message from an email from Megan being like, I'm trying to call you from my computer. And I'm like, oh my God, you literally scared me. <laughs> I had to call everyone from my computer. It I'm was like so about horrible. to get like a restraining order on this guy. Oh my god! I'm like, so sorry. No, I thought it was funny. Um, any more with with your life update? Is that it? Um, I mean, I'm just gonna go buy a plunger later and like fix the toilet. I'm inside my apartment now, and uh, you know the ticket was twenty five dollars. I can handle it. Who cares? That's who, no big who deal. Who fucking cares? I'm actually rolling in money because the universe loves to give me money. Thank you for my abundance. Okay. Amen. I love that. I'm twitching. I love that. I, um, yeah, I went, you know, I've been putting myself out there a little bit more. Oh my gosh. Update on my end. Went on a date. Mm -hmm. Um, it was interesting because I, I definitely went on a date with a male version of myself, but I didn't realize it until the end. So you were telling me he was giving you this really weird look. Intense. He was listening so intensely. His like eyes bugged out and he was like peering into my soul. And I was like, oh my God. Well, this, like, feels- this reminds me of someone. This reminds- I, yeah, that's what I felt. I was like, this is so familiar. Wow, this guy needs to take it down a notch. And I was like, where, wh- who do I know that's like this? Me. Your fucking me. self. Yeah, he was like oversharing, telling me like, rejection stories just things you shouldn't talk about on date things that i talk about on Mm -hmm. on dates that i scare the other person away for sure totally doing it and totally like also he's a scorpio i'm a scorpio Uh uh-oh yeah i don't know i don't know i don't know because it's it's just it's literally like fire and fire Mm. so do you think that you could like so obviously he's a mirror of you do you think literally a mirror 100 and i am so proud of myself because the whole date I'm like wearing this like fur jacket, you know, I'm Uh-oh. like hundred percent being myself. Mm-hmm. I'm like working mm-hmm. that out. No, just, <laughs> I'm like twerking that ass in his face, getting the money. Wait, what? 
<laughs> you're twerking your ass in his face. I walk by and I'm like, I lost my keys and phone. <laughs> I come back the other direction. Where's my car? <laughs> you come back another direction. I need a plunger. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was proud of myself because okay. you know I'm weird around men. I get a, I get a little awkward. I was 100% Dana. I wasn't trying to like make jokes. I was like very I was like serious in you moments. You were quintessentially Dana. Yeah, I was like I was serious mixed with my per- like you know being silly but also just like not trying to like put on a show or sometimes I get too like showy on dates and I'm like let me show you how funny I am. And guys are like well, no, no. I don't want to pull your finger. <laughs> get out of here so anyway so i was just end of the day i'm like so proud of myself why what did you do Be- i was myself oh i meant what i thought you were gonna say you also didn't kiss him or something no i go to the bathroom i have to go pee and i'm just like literally like my chin's high i'm like walking with like i have like a broad like my shoulder my shoulders are broad in general mm-hmm. but in this scenario they're like broader broader yeah so uh i'm like it really like Dana you fucking killed that date like that you really were you I was so proud of myself I didn't do anything weird that's amazing I didn't like slip or fall you know what I mean and so I'm peeing and I'm like just really kind of like is gloating the good word or um well you use the word not gloating goose goosen goosen oh yeah I was just feeling goosed up Mm -hmm. proud yeah peed all over Uh-oh. myself no was it a bodysuit i i don't know i i, I think i was distracted because i thought i like did so well on this date yeah and i must have i don't ever sit on toilet so i was doing the squat i don't i don't know how i got so much pee all over my jeans shit so what that's did you what do? i said so I, what did you do he's like let me walk you to your car and i'm like I have pee all in my jeans. <laughs> Dana. I know. I don't know how long I was in there because I was like, I washed my hands and then I was uh, the the dryer yeah. area. I was just like putting it towards my butt and I'm like <laughs> trying to get it. I just. Sometimes you pee on yourself. Well, the thing that's really standing out about your story to me is that you're that dickhead who won't just put a paper thing on the toilet and sit on it. It takes so long. Dana. I have no patience. I have no patience for that paper yeah, towel. I, I think we need to start there. I mean, if I have a bodysuit on, I'm going to pee on that thing at least once that night. So I get that part. Because, like, I'll take it off or I'll, like, move it to the I side. Just, Something like, happens always, though. Is this not a thing that maybe women don't talk about and we do? But I tend... This happens a lot. Okay, it doesn't happen a lot. Oh. I mean... If I really have to pee and I'm like not focusing and I sometimes just miss. Well, how often would you say? <laughs> like, give or take every day. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you guys, obviously, we're going to need you to uh, to step it up a little bit. and Rate us five stars. We're. Uh, oh, that's where we end. We're it's floundering. Getting too, that's where we end. Yeah. Megan's like, you're replaced. No. <laughs> Finn? I looked uh, honestly. It wasn't that I looked at the time, and I no. was like, "Look, I, uh, I was just like, I, I understand you want to break up with me. No, it's I get not. It. Uh, no, Dana, rate us five stars. Join the Facebook group, Superficial Magic. Uh, what else? Oh, we've been getting uh really nice reviews. So thank you, whoever uh 
all of you guys who took the time to do that. That's, that's really so nice. kind of you. I know. I read them. Uh, that's they so warm nice. my heart. They warm my heart too, but I'm always reading them with so much fear because I'm so scared somebody's going to be like, dildo head. Oh, no. Although I think somebody was like, most amazing podcast. Love this so much. And it was like one star. And I was like, you messed up. Come on. <laughs> Guys, five. <laughs> um. Where can they find you on social media? Oh, at Megan Granger. Where can they find you on social media? They can find me at Dana Moonmi. We switched places. Get it? Uh We're silly heads. But go find us. Give us some love. We can't wait to talk to you. And please enjoy this episode with Rachel O'Brien. So after the horrible time I had last week, I decided to get to the bottom of what was going on in my life, and I went to BetterHelp.com. We talk a lot about self-help on this podcast and bettering yourself and tapping into your highest potential, but sometimes you just need a little extra help and that could be as simple as talking to somebody. I love BetterHelp because you get your own personal counselor that you can change if you don't like it and it's completely confidential and so easy. You can do it from your phone. They're all licensed professional counselors who specialize in everything from depression, anxiety to relationships, self-esteem. I need that one. Grief, uh, LGBT, anger management, everything you share is confidential. (laughs) Everything you share is confidential. And uh, you can start getting in touch with your counselor in under 24 hours. So it's, it's really, it's really quick. It's exciting. The best part about it is you can choose if you want to FaceTime, phone call, text. It's kind of like pick your own adventure. Yeah. And financial aid is available for those who qualify. So that's also awesome. It's so convenient and it's so affordable. And best of all, we are offering you a little gift of our own. All the Superficial Magic listeners get 10% off your first month with discount code SUPERFICIAL. So why not get started today? Go to betterhelp.com superficial. That's betterhelp.com superficial. Simply fill out a questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get matched with a counselor you'll love. That's betterhelp.com superficial. Rachel. Hi. Hi. We want to hear about your breakup like break us into this podcast with just making wow. yourself human what Dang. happened yesterday let's break into the podcast yeah, with a good breakup story let's do it um yes two days ago <laughs> so um said boyfriend ex-boyfriend had left my house that morning so same day Ooh, what were you guys doing last night obviously something fun um <laughs> and how was the ween um scale of one to ten fine Fine. Fine. That sounds like a five. It was it was good. Okay. Okay. I have no problem with sex though. Like this is this is like an ongoing thing with me where it's like when like I enjoy it. It's it's great. Like it's yeah. not it doesn't no really big matter. Deal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't have a lot of stress around it. It's a great thing. Yeah, that reminds it's not, me you don't so have... much of us, Dana. I know, right? <laughs> stress free. I was like, you don't have so many awkward hookup <laughs> stories that are keep constantly happening. <laughs> and just haunting your dreams and nightmares. Okay. So he leaves. He leaves, same day, I do a podcast, I have a writing session, he calls me during it, I'm like, hey, I'll call you right back, when I'm done, cool. I call him, he doesn't answer, I call him twice, doesn't answer, I'm like, oh, that's weird, okay. I go to bed and I check my email before I go to bed. (laughs) Oh no, you're like, any business emails? It's like, no. Was there any memos I need to see? (laughs) (laughs) There's an email from his Hotmail account um, that just says, subject, please read. And I was like, oh, this is not good. Wait, he has a Hotmail account? This is offensive. Yeah, well, he's a lawyer, so he has like his lawyery account. And then he's got his side Literally, it's like if you're 60 and up, you have a Hotmail account. I have a Yahoo. 
I have a Yahoo. Yahoo. I'm embarrassed about it. Okay, I'm glad you guys do. Maybe it's going to make a comeback. It's not, but let's just stick in it together. I think it's the hipster email. It's the silver lake of emails. (laughs) (laughs) So you see this. It says, please read. And you're you're not. There's not a part of you that's like, maybe this is good. (laughs) In a weird way, I knew exactly what it was. And in Mm. a weird way, I felt very relieved. Interesting. Dana yeah. had that experience last I night. I was just going to say, I got really um, <clears throat> bad news. I, mm-hmm. I guess it's not bad news because it it would have been like a career game changer for mm-hmm. me. Um, we think. Yeah. We think. Um, it was a big... But every time you think that, it's like, it probably wasn't meant... You know what I mean? Like it, yeah, so it I didn't... It been a bad thing. So Ooh. yeah, I didn't get the show that I thought I was going to get. Mm-hmm. And... I've had crazy anxiety this whole week leading up to like hearing back and I've like consulted with like intuitive coaches and psychics and astrologers mm-hmm. literally and they're like it's in your favor it's in your favor like I think you got it but I'm not gonna say it mm-hmm. and I don't know when I didn't get it I like the anxiety and relief left my body okay interesting like I mean the anxiety left my body and I just felt relieved so I don't think that show was for me and it wasn't aligned with me i think that's probably it but if that was if that were to happen to me i would wonder two things i would be like was i anxious because it was like you know what sometimes you don't feel like you deserve success or like like it's like an imposter yeah, syndrome no, thing I do. is it mm-hmm. kind of like a were you relieved because it was like all right no pressure now or were you relieved oh. because it was um probably not the right i think map. a mixture of two yeah because i thought about it for a while and it was definitely a mixture of two mm-hmm um and I just I don't know I think deep down I knew I didn't really vibe with it yeah but I just kept thinking of the exposure and the money (laughs) (laughs) if you know you don't vibe with it then it's not the right thing yeah Yeah. and I and uh you know the good thing is like the network loves me and Mm -hmm. they are I guess my stock quote-unquote went up there whatever that means but um I'm realizing everyone just has imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. Oh, Literally, absolutely. like Tina Fey and Amy Poehler talk about how they feel like frauds, mm-hmm. and they're at I the mean, top they, of their they, game. They are. <laughs> they're, are they that great? Think about it. So, have they ever made you laugh? Yeah. Mm, no. Imposter syndrome just makes oh, me feel better when I realize everyone has it. Totally. totally. So, did you feel that with this guy? Was it like? like relief because you I, don't have to I didn't trust him the whole time. Got there it. was something there was something wrong in my gut. And the learning lesson now will be when that gut tells you that mm-hmm. do something about it early on. I mean, we only did it for like 5 months, but like still like I felt I didn't feel good a lot of the time. Like I felt like something was going on. And you had to talk yourself into it. Kind of. Yeah, because yeah. I was like, and I was like, I can't break up with him. He's nice. He's Jewish. He's a lawyer. Like, he's so, like, all the things. I'm like, I'd look like an idiot if I broke up with him. Megan you know? is so wet. That's all of her favorite things. <laughs> you should date Jewish. him. I wouldn't trust him. But <laughs> Jewish, has a job, has family money. Megan's, like, losing her mind over here. He sounds horrible. Um, <laughs> so what does this email say? It was basically, like, gibberish of, like, I don't feel good about myself. Like, I haven't told you why. I haven't introduced you to my family. Basically, his family were, like, they were freaking out because I wasn't Jewish. Like, his mom, like, it was, like, that was a big deal. But the crazy part is, so he sends me that email, and I'm, like, all right, okay, good. We're good. Fine. He doesn't answer my calls after I read the email, and I'm, I literally write, dude, you can answer your phone. It's not that hard. (laughs) You're, like, it's not that big of a deal. (laughs) He doesn't. So we end up talking two days later. Which was yesterday. And I was like, you cheated on me, didn't you? He goes, well, that's not the worst of it. I was like, what? 
that's how the conversation went. And I was like, hey, I have a show in Culver City. You're going to pick me up so I can save myself an Uber or a valet or whatever. You're going to drive me there and you're going to pay it forward and you're going to tell me what you did because I don't want to carry this into my next relationship. Good on you. Yeah. That's power. And so he did. And yeah, he'd been hanging out with this girl for like two months and she had to like break it off with him because... Her brother found out he had a girlfriend, and I was like, yeah, I don't know. I don't so even know how you, you were like technically considered his girlfriend. I was his girlfriend. Oh, very much so. Oh my god! Did you guys have there any was talk? Like, and I love you going on. The no. email started out with "I love you." Oh no! Yeah. Ugh, you know, listen. Stranger things have happened. Well, this is definitely the most exciting conversation that's ever happened in Culver City. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I mean, I love that you are dating and putting yourself out there and getting trying involved because i just i after the first date i'm just no i can't be bothered why you just don't you don't like them or well you don't usually have the time she or sends what? a nude and then they go <laughs> that's not true <laughs> oh my god no that happens and i never send nudes i, I never say, don't send do that i never send full nudes <laughs> Full. I, this was a full nude. She got a full, spray tan and felt cocky. Sent a full, full nude, nude to a I mean, guy. you do look like the best you've ever looked. Even and I've I told know. you this before. You have. No, oh, but also I'm screaming. I just got so excited for compliments. <laughs> She's shaking. <laughs> but I told you this like two years ago that my mom was like, Dana Moon is so beautiful. Cindy doesn't throw out compliments. Just Ooh, Cindy, haphazardly. she sounds fun. No. And Cindy, now she's like, Dana looks the best she's ever looked. Oh, I'm like, it's true. I agree. Yeah. Cindy is a supermodel. Your mom is truly ridiculous. looks 30. And yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Insane. It makes me feel horrible about myself. She's insanely gorgeous. <laughs> yeah. You guys are both gorgeous. <laughs> she's like cheating. I don't know. Time. I don't know. Yeah. She's like your ex-boyfriend. She's a cheater. Yeah, exactly. There yeah. we go. Perfect. So you were feeling good and you sent a full nude. Full nude. And how well did you know this person? We've uh, slept together three or four times oh it's not like he hasn't seen it yeah and so i was like leaving his house after we like hung out and he said he's like oh i'd love for you to like send me a photo sometime and so i got <laughs> a spray like, i meant of a flower and, was saying, and is he like brazilian i feel like you almost had like a portuguese accent or something <laughs> yeah he's british okay. that was my british accent you okay. guys terrible <laughs> so why don't you send me a photo sometime what 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 Jorge? part of the country so it was uh i wasn't hearing from him in a couple days mm-hmm. and i was feeling a little horned up if you know what i mean and I uh, got a spray tan, feeling confident, <laughs> looked five LBs lighter. So I just took some sexy mirror pics and shot him his way. Yeah. And uh, he responded. Oh, was it a gallery when you say mirror pics? Oh, mirror. my God. Was this? It, there was how several? many? No, there was one. There oh, was one. one. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Can we see it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Let me show you right now. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> I want an on-air reaction. <laughs> um, I hope I didn't delete it. He responded. Yeah, um, whenever anything embarrassing happens, I I delete the text chain. And it's really? a really big problem because then I don't have proof. Yeah. No, it's good. Block it out. Yeah, so, but then sometimes you know, I'm like, oh, I, I do need that to look back at. Sometimes I screenshot them and then I delete them. That's smart. So, like, they're there, but, like, I'd have to really search for them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, maybe I did delete it. You will have to re- remind me after she shows this photo what I was just remembering, like, what your legacy is to me when people talk about you. Me? Yes. Well, while she's, she's looking, she, I'll tell yeah, you. Yeah, tell me. I think it's maybe Annabelle that, that said it, but I feel like it's more than one person that said it. They were, they said, guys love Megan so much she doesn't have to try. I've always remembered that about oh you. Oh my like, gosh. Where, like, that's, that's been like, that's your legacy in my brain. 
Thank like, you. That's yeah, a really like, good legacy. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Is that uh, how it is? Wow. Damn. Uh, no. N- yes, it is. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> Thank you, Taylor. Um, um, I have, like, really good relationships with guys, friendships. Mm-hmm. I get along with them really well. I date them easily. I I cannot go for the, the big haul with them uh, Why lately. do you think? Because I'm so obsessed with my independence, my mm-hmm. privacy. I spend... So this is why they like you so much. Maybe it's hard to get. Maybe that's it. Yeah, yeah I just. I'm like I'm available. <laughs> well, Super and any available. and any guy that I you know kind of the kind of guy you explained. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I I really like you, and they're like, I I'm dead now. I disappeared, and I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah. So you know, it goes both ways. But yeah. I have realized I have really good luck with guys who've just always been popular, mm-hmm. like homecoming king quarterback kind of guy. Okay. I just need to stick with it. Because they're not angry. I The last yeah. few guys I've been dating have been like dorks in high school. And I'm like trying to be ironic. They I found the photo. Angry. And they're so mad at women. Mm-hmm. And it's like I can't believe that the jock is who's actually the nicest. That's interesting. I need to go for that. Like the, the guy I had just been dating, very attractive, really cute. But he didn't grow until he was like in college. He was like 5'4". Yeah, all of high school. And I even said that too when I first started not trusting him. I was like, get over the fact that you were fucking short when you were younger. Like, you don't need to get this attention now. Like, I'm yes. sorry that happened to you, but get over it. Yeah. And I think that he still feels like that person. Yeah, you have to just date dudes who've always gotten girls. Or yeah. I feel like they take a, a lot of anger on you. That is a great or point. They, or do they cheat on you? I mean, I'm sure they do all of it. Um, I found the photo. Okay, okay get okay, it. Let's get, get it. Okay, can show, I? Show it to Rachel first. I just should we realized send it to Cindy? we should. Okay, so I'm covering my boobs, but my vagina's out. But okay, it this looks is like, so like pretty, pretty. Yeah, but it looks like you look amazing. If you zoom in on the vagina, um, I got my spray tan with uh-huh. a thong on, and the thong has lace. So there's like my vagina's like patched okay, yes, like a Rachel cheetah is like very much scrolling in right now. She's so still it's looking like at it. a cheetah print. <laughs> I'm more vagina that the, that the line is cut off like right here. I don't know why. <laughs> like also, I hate my bedspread in the background. It's like all wrinkly, and I need to get a new one. <laughs> I'm like so concerned with my okay, bedspread. No, you actually your apartment looks clean. There's nothing oh, yeah, I hate great, more Dana. than when great. people have. They take Meg- a selfie and yeah. it's disaster behind them. I'm it's like, disgusting. Your life looks sad. Yeah, clean that shit up. Megan just touched my phone like a dirty pair of underwear. <laughs> she's like she didn't giving examine. She was no, uncomfortable. I, I, here's here's the thing. What? Like, do you not like want to see my vagina? No, I do. It's great. I just saw it. It's, I love it. But it's very like um, pretty woman. She's so uncomfy. <laughs> she's so uncomfortable. No, it's very pretty woman where it's like, like, like you'll kiss. You'll you'll have sex, but you won't show your boobs. <laughs> like it's so like funny. that's your intimate thing. That's it's so, so funny. funny that your boobs are covered. I don't know what I you're like doing. I like that though. When I walk, like after having sex, and like I go to the bathroom, then I come back. Like I never just like mystery walk with my boobs out. Like you I don't want them. them flat. Like I, there's always you hold your boobs. Yeah, and I've always had guys say like, "What are you holding them for?" I'm like, "Would you want shit flopping around?" I think the perfect nude is like a little bit of mystery. So yeah. I was like, "My vagina's like, out. Vagina's out. Yeah, vagina's I out." With the mystery is your nipples. I just truly can't get enough of it. I was going to say, like, normally you cover the vagina. That's the mystery part. Taylor, are you masturbating right now? I'm in a, and I'm absorbing. He's naked, right? He's in the nude. He's like, I've never been less erect. Okay, Rachel, 
We have so many questions for you because we're just obsessed with your journey and how it's all unfolded. And first off, we want to know your spiritual practices because you said you're getting into some new stuff. Yes. Can you give it to us? Some nude stuff. Is that what you said, Megan? Yeah. (laughs) I'm not going to send a nude to someone just randomly. Please do it. Some new Raya dude. Please do it. Make it us. Just send it to us. Are you both on Raya, by the way? I know you are. I I am... Did I give you a pass or I, I gave you something? I don't remember. remember. I don't think so. But I since I've been on it, I've gotten five passes to give to people. And I was like, where were these passes when I was trying to get on? Yeah, they're they're throwing them out like candy uh, yeah. now. So they really now. are. Yeah. But I know you're on it because I see like, oh, you you know this mutual person and it's you. And like Becky Robinson and Nicole Amy Schreiber. They're on Raya? Mm-hmm. I don't see. Uh, you can't see. You don't see like when you see someone on there, it doesn't say like you know mutually with them. No. <laughs> okay so spiritual practices involve raya yeah, in the morning i don't know yeah um spiritual, uh let's see why did i bring up raya i have no idea um they're new so for me i think that i just was sort of raised with an incredible amount of confidence like that's just what my parents gave me and it's like when i, I was like fat as a child didn't know i thought i was <laughs> i thought i was gore like i was like i should be in a pageant like i am i would wear crop tops i was i was pushing 200 pounds like i didn't know though because my mom would tell me how beautiful i was i found a photo recently i'm wearing leopard pants like posing with like my ass out i'm like oh my god i don't even know how they found them those that size like i so i was always just raised with like okay everything will happen for you sort of thing like and, yeah. and if you're like and nothing mattered really because I was from such a small town too, where it was like there was not a lot of competition. Like, but you had good parents. I really think that's parents. number one. Yeah, I think that is it. And I and I wasn't raised with competition. Like, I don't I don't recognize that in people. Like, because I wasn't from a big city, so it wasn't like there was popular girls. Like, we were all just kids. Like, there was fifty of us. You guys were just class. all playing in the dirt, I yeah. imagine, in overalls. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But Rachel had a crop top, and everyone nobody knew why. Yeah, nobody knew why. Forerunners when I drove. Everything about this is sad. (laughs) Oh my god. Okay. Wait, wait, where are you from? Um, Astoria, Oregon, or near there. Okay, cool. Okay, the Goonies town. So you're wearing leopard print pants in the Goonies town. Oh, absolutely. Just killing it. Why not? Absolutely. I mean, girl. Because my and my and my parents were like, for a small town, it's not hard to be wealthy even though they like if, if if my parents lived in LA we'd be poor but like in a small town, small town. it's like you know it was like yeah so everything was happening for me I know I <laughs> try to imagine I grew up like upper middle <laughs> class in the vortex yeah. but because it was like in a small town that was like a poor not a poor town but yeah. like we had the most money in our town because m- most everybody was like poor yeah You're it's like, not that hard well, so yeah, I yeah. was like the rich kid mm-hmm. And then I come to USC and I'm like the poor kid. Yeah, I'm like, this like, is oh, weird. Yeah, this yeah. is weird. Yeah, this is, that's what real, this is real life now. So weird. Yeah. Okay, so you have a lot of confidence. Yeah, so I didn't, I didn't necessarily feel like I needed to like get into like manifesting and spiritual stuff because I just didn't. Things were just happening for you. I, no, they weren't. No, nothing was happening. <laughs> but I felt great. <laughs> For and a that, really long time. And that's what this podcast is about. Yeah. No, literally nothing was happening. Yeah. I've been in LA for 11 years. Not much has happened. But I, I really did feel good for most of it. And I still feel good, but not as good. And so I started to get into it recently. Like, okay, how do people, you know, make shit happen? How do you manifest stuff? Like, what is meditation? You know, what is... uh you know, instead of like waterboarding my thoughts with like a drink, uh, maybe I could just breathe for, you know, 
yes. a few minutes and feel like a lot better. And check in with yourself. Yeah. Has and it been helping? Very much so, yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. So are you do you have like a daily thing that you try to hit? Or is it just when when stress comes up, you're like, I'm gonna deal with this in a little bit better way? Um it, it, it takes work and I have to remember it, but lately I've been waking up in the morning and uh, I heard it on a podcast um, where I think, what is the greatest ideal of myself I can be today? And That's what we're doing this Love week. that. Yes. And then I try to keep it in my head as much as possible. Like if so, if I start to spiral or I think I haven't done enough, I think like, what is, you know, and normally I try to focus on like, be as creative as possible, be as loving as possible, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I just try to remember it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It can get hard in, in some moments. Oh, for sure. Yeah, Morning intentions, true. I think, is the most important thing. And it, I, I really struggle with, like, waking up first thing in the morning and, like, doing a practice. Because I the first my first thought is, like, uh, this again. Yeah. Do you, I, so I have do you to wake pump. up, like, depressed-ish? I kind of wake up depressed. Mm-hmm. And I have to do some, like, serious mind tricks. Do you you know? know, I have to meditate. I have to journal. I have to drink like a lot of coffee and just kind of like really do positive Mm self-talk because I'll tend to go to like a dark place and I think people are like surprised to hear that because they're like you're so positive and I'm like yeah it's work yeah yeah Yeah. it does take work it's lazy you know the easiest thing to do is just wake up and be like whatever about life Mm -hmm. yeah what's whatever's gonna happen happens like deliberately creating and that's why i'm like i don't really want to go negative with this but like i'm super frustrated with a friend because he's so negative yeah and i'm like i it you have to work on yourself i don't you keep coming to me with the same Mm -hmm. thing and you're not working on yourself so it's like groundhog's day that is a frustrating thing i've had friends like that before where you're like you're and i'm like you're creating this for yourself yeah and like i and i'm telling you like i'm i struggle with this as well Mm -hmm. and i and i do all of the things and kind of dig myself out of that hole Mm -hmm. well i have not been complaining for the past four days and you've been good and you've been been correcting yourself i've been really self-correcting i try not to complain anyway but it always sneaks out but like last weekend or something, I was complaining about something and I felt so much better. But then I realized like, oh, I just have a lot of empathetic friends who took that for me. Mm-hmm. And I feel better because I like got it off my chest. But now yeah. they're left with it and mm-hmm. processing it. So I'm going to try to just like work this out in my own brain without putting it on other people. But um, is, that, is that healthy? Because I... Exactly. I definitely have always just dealt with stuff myself and I total side note I went somewhere this summer my parents thought I was depressed so I went away like Selena Gomez does when she's exhausted oh yeah like I did a full Malibu thing yeah oh my god you're famous now no (laughs) just I have really nice parents not not rehab no actually they they told me like you have no problems with addiction drugs or alcohol they actually even said like you don't even seem depressed you were maybe situationally depressed Uh, like yeah um but whatever that's besides the point but they did say at this place, they said that loneliness and, like, internalizing stuff can take 10 years off your life Ooh. as much as, like, you know, smoking, smoking. or something. Yeah, that's it's, what it's we, a very, very bad thing to do. That's what we talked do. about with Olivia. And I yeah. did that for a long time. I would just never tell anyone anything. Like, I just, well, like, shined it on. You har- har- harbored it inside? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. So mm-hmm. here's what I think with, like, everything in life. Mm-hmm. Your tendency 
is the opposite of what you should do. Yes. So you should say all of those things out loud. I say fucking everything out loud. I don't need a therapist because I'm just saying it all the time. Always, oh my God. I everyone. do the same thing too. Nice, it is nice. But like our, me and Dana's responsibility is to work on on that. what you do more. on and what we say what we uh-huh. share you know whatever but i'm never gonna be keeping things inside that are really important this is just like boring complaining traffic is bad bullshit oh, okay I that see. i need to like vibe vibe above yeah i've been thinking lately that i that i need to keep more things in and process them on my own without my first instinct is to call someone mm-hmm. or meet up with somebody Mm-hmm. And just kind of like word vomit everything that's going on inside of me. Which can be good. I found though, like my, my dad gave me this advice a couple years ago. We were at Stagecoach enjoying a country Aww. singer, whatever. Um, and I think I was talking to him about something I had to do with work or career. And he said, never let anyone know what you're thinking. And I said, what? He's like, he's like, I've, I've done this the entire time in business. Like, don't get emotional. Never let anyone know what you're thinking. Because it kind of makes them like... I don't know. Like, oh, it's I, like, well, I do it's the like, opposite. It's like holding your I know, I do too. But I've realized, especially in comedy, it's, it's a, we're in a very cutthroat business. And I didn't necessarily know that until fairly recently. Like, it should be, like, more girls and, and guy, everyone, like, being more supportive. But I've found that it's kind of not as much as you would think. And I realized, like... I would word vomit things and overly self-deprecate and and be like overly myself and then I would find out like things were being used against me later. I'm like, maybe just keep some stuff to yourself, Rachel. Yeah, well, you know? and keep it keep from people who can't be trusted for sure. Yeah. But it's hard to know who it can be. You know what I mean? Like, it. yeah, it's, it's you, hard know, to you know. never know. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So I I need less word vomit in that way where I will just be like, oh, it's fine. This person cheated on me, or I did this thing that's so stupid, and then like I find out later that someone really uses it as like a real thing i fucking hate when people take vulnerability and use it mm-hmm. against you i think there is nothing more weak it's true nothing grosser and i fucking hate it mm-hmm. yeah i think that's a huge uh character yeah defect. it's just when like somebody does that you're a gross person yeah end. yeah um we were also talking about like so you're on vanderpump rules mm-hmm. what was the energy like because you, when you're on a show like that, you enter the zeitgeist of, like, human consciousness. Mm-hmm. What was your energy like before you got that show? Like, what what happened? How did that happen? How did it change? It was, it was nothing I ever wanted. And so I think that it came easily, if that makes sense. But it's not like, it, it's not necessarily like, oh, I booked a TV show that I had to audition for. It was like, I dated someone uh, 10, 11 years ago, Jax, who was a douche. <laughs> yeah. And then became friends with Kristen. And, like, like, there's just, like, there were human relations that I had that, like, were there. So it was just sort of, like, it happened just based on the fact that they needed Kristen to have more friends because she lost friends on the show. And so they were like, hey, you were her friend. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, sure, let's do it. But I was, But I was also very hesitant to do it. So... Yeah, it was nothing I tried for. And I think that maybe that's what happens with all career stuff. But I don't know. I, I personally don't even think that it's like a big career thing for me. Yes, it's helped me have a following and, you, yeah. know, you know, get sell tickets to shows and have mm-hmm. a podcast and everything. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I think it was a launching off mm-hmm. move, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was. With shows, with podcasts. With, totally. Like everything with comedy is your following now. Yeah, it doesn't it really matter. Is. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter how you got it. 
Mm -hmm. They want to see your numbers on social media. Yeah, they want to know that you can sell tickets. Yeah. If you can't, if you can get 10 people out to a show, they're not going to give you, they're not going to let you headline. If you can get, for example, girl with no job, Claudia, who I know, and I think she's great. And she's very funny. I've never seen her do stand-up, but do you know who that is? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. She's literally like selling out theaters now doing stand-up because she had... No. Several thousand person theaters doing stand-up. No. And I'm not hating on it because, you know, she's funny. I don't know that it's like a, a necessarily like a crafted stand-up act. It might be. I don't know. I haven't seen it. But like. That's crazy. That's what they care about. Like she's going to get the, is it like the Beacon Theater or something in Boston? Is that the one that everyone does? Or New York? Who knows? I think. I just, I wish I didn't listen to the rules when I started doing stand-up. The rules were like, you have to put in your time and it's going to be hard. You have to make mm-hmm. sacrifices and you're going to be really yeah, poor then, for a long time. M- meanwhile, Bo, whatever, is like 10 years old on YouTube and just. Bo like, Burnham. Yeah, mm-hmm. killing it now. I love him. I can't believe I just forgot his last name. But yeah, it's just like. I can't rules believe. Rules in any way of life are so dumb. They're so, so dumb. Don't listen to any rules what anybody tells you about But anything. I think that that works too. Like, like keeping your head down and just working, I think is the same you know yeah i mean big i i don't regret like i've never been super involved in vanderpump per my choice like i i never wanted to pretend like i worked at the restaurant i wanted to be an apartment manager on the side and have no one know i had a side job and just make it look like i was just a comedian um <laughs> love yeah i i know and i i was never comfortable with like the fighting part of it like i i didn't like really go for it and I could probably be making a shitload of money had I really gone for Vanderpump Rules, had I really participated, did yeah. what they asked me to do, you know, signed the, you know, I never, I've never accepted money for the show because I don't want to, I don't want them to own my rights or whatever. I could be a lot more successful, but I don't think I would want it, if that makes sense, in that way. Yeah. Did they, like, create drama in a way that wasn't happening? Just for TV? I mean, they, they act like that for the most part anyway. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, no, they really don't. I mean, may, do they feed them more? No, they, no, that's that's kind of the way it is. Like, because it's I not know scripted. for funny girls on Oxygen, they like mm-hmm. created scenarios for them uh, yeah. to play out. And they really like hyped up certain fights and the, the producers would like tell them like what to say and it. It's kind of it's kind of like that, but not totally. Like like they'll set them up in scenarios where they're destined to fail, or they'll pull some person. <laughs> oh my aside god, I do that say, to myself. Amazing. Right? I'm a producer of my life. She <laughs> <laughs> can make money on that. Me too. Actually, three of like my closest LA like older sisters. Not that they're that much older, but they're all producers on that show. Oh really? Are yeah. Who? Sun DeGraff. I love Sun. Lindsay Burr. I don't know her. Jessica. I don't know. Mm. Maybe yeah. I do. Jessica, I do. No. Jessica, 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 Jessica. Are you? Is is it still on this year? Oh yeah, they're okay. gonna get it. It's seventh season right now. They're definitely gonna get an eighth season. It's Brittany yeah. Jax's wedding and stuff like that. Show's going. I mean, That's they're insane. killing it. Like after this podcast, I'm gonna go. Um, Kristen, Stassi, and Katie. They have a, a line of wine now called Witches of We, and they're doing a photo shoot. Ooh. And they like got a hotel room at Beverly Hills Hotel, and they're like shooting in there. I'm like, amazing. I'm gonna go hang out. Like yeah, like they're killing it. That's so fun. Yeah. That's so fun. Okay. Okay. So how do we manifest, how do we manifest our own wine line? 
How do we manifest we drink enough and talk about it? Because that's what they did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, ease. You were saying ease. That's Dana's word, and it sounds like it's your word, too. Yeah. Are you still practicing ease? Or is I it- really am. I, I've been so good this, like, whole year of 2019, mm-hmm. which is, what, three weeks? Yeah. Yeah. I've been crushing. Um, 20, 25 days five. in. I've been crushing ease, I'd say, the first two weeks. And the third week, I'm just like, can I really? I'm kind of going back to, like, old Dana of, like, crazy trying to control reality Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. what does that look like like what do you do when you're trying to control reality i just kind of get in my head i overthink Mm -hmm. um i play out like different scenarios it's just all a waste of energy to be honest Mm -hmm. and it's the norm for my brain so i have to do like extra work to kind of just be in the flow and Mm -hmm. pray meditate Mm -hmm. you know yoga words of affirmation know that like just I kind of have to repeat to myself like it's all working out in your benefit it's Mm -hmm. all working out in your benefit the universe has this okay two things number one can you tell Rachel and remind our listeners what Brian's prayer was do you remember Brian's prayer I think I wrote it down oh my god it was it when he's like dear god I'm getting a sign from you you want me to be a comedian yes take uh, my worries woes human Ness, mm-hmm. um, and take it away from me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did I do it? Can you yeah. say it again? <laughs> Can you say it again? Is not a giant question. <laughs> Basically, it's saying, okay, I'm getting a sign that you want me to be a comedian. You want me to do this career as an entertainer, mm-hmm. and everything that isn't serving me, the overthinking, all of my human flaws and characteristics, like that, aren't serving me. Take them. Mm-hmm. Out of my hands. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Amen. I, amen. Yeah. I, I I can see that unfolding in you. Can you? Mm-hmm. Can you before? And then now I'm like, my crazy eyes isn't come it, back. But isn't it nice when other people tell you, like, it looks like you're doing really well. Like, even if you don't feel oh like it. Oh, my God. People, like, every show I've gone to this week, they're like, oh, my God, Dana, you're killing it. And I literally in my head, I'm like, am I? That's my first reaction. I'm like, am I killing it? Mm-hmm. And I just smile and I'm like, Thanks. Well, that's what Rachel said as soon as she sat down and we were like, you're killing it so hard. She's like, I don't think I am. Yeah. I guess that's the exactly. whole thing. You it's never not- feel like you're killing it and you can like have your special out and be on a TV show and you're like, oh, yeah. what's next? Yeah. That's, um, uh, I listen to Conan O'Brien's podcast a lot. It's so good. Really? Yeah. I didn't oh, know he had a podcast. It's new. It's so good. The one with Will Ferrell is the fucking funniest thing I've ever heard. Have you guys watched Conan and kevin hart together uh-uh. oh yeah I, like I, a, a, a something for like a segment for a show they're in a car i don't know um just youtube conan o'brien and kevin mm-hmm. hart together i peed my pants i i've never laughed PS, so hard in my Dana life is kevin hart's biggest fan i'm obsessed really? with kevin she hart could go off on like a kevin hart tangent i love him so much i like him i have really have not seen a lot of his comedy like I, I think I'm, like, stuck in, like, an old school. Like, for me, I'm, like, Will Ferrell's the fucking shit. Like, I love Will Ferrell. You know? I'm so, I'm so stuck in the past. Yeah, like, like, that S- those SNL days for me were, like... Kristen Wiig and... Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm more, like, David Spade, Chris Farley. Like, I would act out Chris Farley's sketches. I mean, that was, like, the early 90s. Yeah, but that's what I was in love with. Like, I loved it. Yeah, it, yeah. it was... I love, like, pre-9-11 humor. <laughs> Very specific. Very specific. Very something, dark. Did something change for you? After yeah. That? After 9-11, everything became like dark, dark dramedy. It's a comedy, but it's dark. Ter- like, I just like like people being like, 
that's why you're friends with me yeah (laughs) Megan's like I like fart humor (laughs) but I was gonna say to you and I wonder if you guys agree with this um I don't think if you're in a bad place Mm -hmm. if you're just in a bad mood if bad things are happening I don't think that's the time to start saying positive affirmations interesting why tell more because you're just like shut the fuck up like, that's my battle in my brain. I'm, like, driving. It's, like, really trafficy. Everything's going wrong. And I'm, like, I am so grateful for everything unfolding perfectly. Not the time. Like, turn up your music. Maybe just breathe instead of yeah, having to, like, breathe. force yourself to, I like... I breathe. I turn up music. I get out of my head. I think sometimes it's it feels good to lean into the anger of oh. whatever you're feeling. Just, like, I'm angry and I'm going to be angry. Whatever. Yeah. 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 yeah, but not let it go on too long. Exactly, and not take it out on people. Yeah, Ooh, don't do that. Um, but the reason I brought up Conan, you were saying yes. like, um, he was talking to he's talked he's talked about it many times on this podcast. Maybe it was Bill Burr. I don't think it was on the Will Ferrell one, but he said that he'll never feel satisfied. Like he never feels like it's kind of like okay, cool, I did the show, but like what's next? Like it lasts for like a second. It was Dak Shepard. That's who was doing it, and they were talking about that. Like it's. You, you they never win. feel you fulfilled. can win an, and i know i know this will be me and i have this whole vision that i'm winning an academy award it sounds crazy but it's not because i've seen it happen i know what it feels like i know what it feels like to be there whatever but i know that will happen for me and about a half an hour into that i'll be like okay so what else should i be doing with my life like i know i'm that kind of person yeah i think there's a lot of people in entertainment that way you wouldn't, think, you wouldn't choose to be in entertainment if you weren't that person. Absolutely. I remember reading that in a magazine when I was in like in seventh grade. Somebody mm-hmm. had just finished directing a movie. I don't remember who it was, but they mm-hmm. were like, I'm not satisfied at all. I'm starting the next one. There's mm-hmm. not a beat. And everybody I know who's successful, they're starting a project before the other one's done. They're never satisfied. They're, mm-hmm. And it's, it's kind of frustrating because you never arrive. Mm-hmm. But also it's fun because every moment you know that you can enjoy it because you're never going to arrive. Yeah. So right now is equally cool. Absolutely. That I mean, yeah, I, I, I don't know why, but I think of Jake Gyllenhaal maybe because I'm like obsessed. Yeah, and I, horny want, for I him. wonder why you're thinking so of cute. him. He never stops working. It's like he's always doing a play on Broadway. If he's not, he's shooting a new movie. Mm-hmm. He's he's constantly acting like he's con- like mm-hmm. I feel like he's not fulfilled at all. Oh, he is such a sad man. I want him so bad. <laughs> But there's a lot. I mean, uh, I just listened to another podcast that had Jay Leno on it. Jay Leno went on vacation to Hawaii. He lasted a day. Yeah. He literally didn't have his phone on him and he'd gone to the beach with his wife. And like 10 minutes into being at the beach, he like asked someone like, what time is it? And he was like thinking to himself, it's only been fucking 10 minutes since I've been here. Like he he doesn't know how to relax. Some people are just like that. Yeah. 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 I, I am definitely one of those people. I don't watch TV. I I literally don't know how to relax. But I don't – this is what trips me up about people like wanting to – get in a relationship with like an, an entertainer like a comedian mm-hmm. or an, a comic i shouldn't say comedian because that's dead uh a comic or like an uh actor or whatever actress like it's they're i don't i don't feel like they're like the best partners because they're so obsessed with their art yeah it's true right yeah, absolutely but it's like the whole world wants them and it's like but do you really do you, you really want, want you to have mm-hmm. do you know what i mean like mm-hmm. yeah all of my crushes have just been like comedian comics or actors and now and I, i'm like older and i realize i'm like i would actually like this is a fantasy mm-hmm. they're creating an image that's a fantasy like i wouldn't yeah, really they're... want to be with them yeah yeah because the reality of it mm-hmm. they're gone all the time and they're selfish yeah yeah also i think i've learned that by dating actors <laughs> yeah and comics the yeah, hard yeah. way oh and comics Ooh. i'll never i've only hooked <sighs> up with one i will never never 
Never date a cop. I know. I think I've hooked up with like three and I've regretted it. It's not bad. It. It's not bad. There's people who have done a lot. A I've lot regretted more. it immediately. I just, I'm an unfold, I'm a flower unfolding with just more and more comedians. Really? Yeah. I the can't. more Megan says I'm not going to date a comedian, the more she's like always dating a comedian. Um, the more I'm like, ooh, he's so angry. <laughs> I'll help him be happy. No, that's a slippery slope. Oh, we're both drowning. Mm, Let's drown I together. Love this. The weight of our anger will make us drown more. <laughs> oh, we're dying. I'm so happy. Yeah, um, it's it's a whole thing. But but you said you have you want independence. So it doesn't sound like you even want to settle down. Yeah, I I do though. I I want to fall in love. I want to like have a partner. I just don't. It's kind of what you said. I don't want to like. I, I want us to both be working towards something and I don't want to just sit there and watch TV and like mm-hmm. whatever. I, I don't want falling in love or being in love to be an activity. Well, what's that mean? I it's not it's not like <laughs> a big to do. It's not yeah, I don't want it to be You want it to be a, easy, easy, ease. I want it to be easy. I want it, it to happen. be moving me towards my mission and yes. their mission. And I, I, I don't want it to be like a, mm-hmm. a huge fucking thing. I wanna it, be it shouldn't be. It should be yeah, it, it sh- it's not like it should be easy. But when you think about people, everyone's but story, wait, no, they're in healthy relationships. The meeting part should be the easy part. The beginning should be easy. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think overall, it shouldn't be riddled with huge problems. Like any of really successful relationship, you know, it's kind of like they don't talk about it that much. It's sort of like it just it works. Like it, it shouldn't. Like I should have known. I should have broken up with that guy. Like, I never felt super comfortable. Like, if he didn't call me at night, I was very anxious. It's like, that probably is a red flag. Yeah. I read the best piece of advice once, and it was like, if you're talking to your friends about a guy a lot and, like, analyzing any part about him, you're not in love if you just disappear off the face of the earth for one month and then come back and are like, hi, you're in love. Yeah, that makes sense. No, it's true. If you're like, okay, this is the last thing he texted, but then I said this to him in person. Like, no, it's... Literally every single guy I date, I do that. That's bad. That's bad. I wanted... I want to be Jada and just find my will. Aww. Are they happy? Yeah, they're amazing. Yeah. They're amazing. They're the I think they're like, <laughs> so you're so funny. Did you yeah. speak to Jada today? <laughs> I follow both of them on Instagram and they are doing so well. They're doing really well. Okay. Yeah. Are their kids assholes? I feel like their kids might be assholes. I don't know too much about I don't care about their kids. I well, care about them. They their their kids seem like they're super high energy, but they say asshole stuff. Like I remember um what's her name willow yeah great musician not being sarcastic (laughs) i love whip your hair back and forth um she was saying like i hate books i hate all the books that have ever been written so i write my own books and that's what i read she deserves to be slapped across and i was like okay that's not well they're raising monsters do you want to raise (laughs) monsters that is a monster of a child (laughs) i met i met this guy who um he's a music producer like huge music producer in the 90s so like he's been friends with will forever and he said that <laughs> will casually just drop it uh, will smith i'm connected to will in so many ways romeo sean from college Lil romeo oh is like best friends with the smith the smith family okay. and he gave he's me best all friends the- with the whole family the whole family he grew up next to them <laughs> he has a best friend necklace with is, every member of the family this is Lil romeo like the you guys, musician yes, you know him yes and and this I'm is a big reveal. Just telling you guys right now, mark my words, what's the date? It's January 25th. I will be friends with Will Smith. And we will we'll make an Instagram video together. You have to dream big. Okay. Yeah. That's literally my only goal. On that. So he said that when Will met Jada, he had... 
I think he was like with baby mama number one or something, mm-hmm. or he had an, another girlfriend or whatever. And he looked at Jada and he was like, that's my wife. Ugh, I wish someone would say that's that. That's what we mean. But do you know how many people have said that shit to my face? I feel like people just know they can manipulate me. The, the, the Jew I was just dating, like he was asking me to convert. It was like, I was the one. He's still claiming I'm the one. I'm like, oh, this is, you got Honestly, I would love to convert. I would convert. Yeah, I'm glad I didn't have to go through a year of Jew school. Yeah. Oh, that's what you have it's to like do? It's like a lot of work. Yeah. I, I'm I not about to And the rabbi turns you down like three times. I've seen like, Charlotte York do the whole thing. Yeah. yeah like I'm old men never it. turn me down. Like this is not something <laughs> I'm going to participate in. What type in. of Jewish? Super Jew. I don't know. Super Jew. <laughs> like not. <laughs> is it sad that the person I relate to most in that story is the girl that Will was dating before he met Jada? Oh, that's Wait. really funny. <laughs> she was brushed over hardcore and you... And I'm just like, but she was the one. <laughs> That's hilarious. Like, I'm kind of stuck on her. I Wait, you guys, I keep meeting people who are, like, friends with Will Smith. Like, that's a real thing. I think this is going to happen for you. I think it's going to happen for me. The yeah. universe is giving me signs. Like, I'm determined for him to be a name in my phone contact. Okay. Why don't you just and change my name to Will Smith? Yeah, what, what is this going to do for you? I'm, I'm, I'm I puzzled. I think he's an amazing human being all around. Is he? Okay. And I would just love the friendship of him. Why don't you hmm, – I'm what? not even going to bring it up. Why? No, nope. Mm-mm. Nope. What? I already – Just the, the Scientology shit. They're not is Scientology? He, Scientology? No. he used to be. Yes, he was. Not anymore. It's not normal. Mm-mm. I'm going to get murdered for all my Scientology shit talking. Do you know how much I tried to get them to contact me? I was, like, making videos out, out, outside of the building, like, Instagram stories, like, tagging them and stuff. For not what? one letter. I just wanted to see what they would do. They were not trying to recruit me. Really? Yeah. Oh, Megan is, like, so terrified of that place. I'm really yeah, obsessed with them. But they dissed me hardcore. Oh, man. I, they, they probably won't, don't even care to murder me yeah that's what i feel i'm like they don't want to murder me they don't want anything to do with me <laughs> yeah that's what i feel. like i'm not of quality you can go in and take a personality test oh What's they they mean? love when you take the personality yeah test. i'll do it with you i yeah, i want to do it but you megan are not won't. taking dana within 10 feet of that place she's she'll so... be like dana will be like this will be so funny good prank i'm a scientologist wait no, oh my god like let's do it and make and make instagram stories about it quick story because i don't know how much time we have left so the date i went on with this guy i thought it, we were walking past the scientology center mm-hmm and I thought it was funny to um, tell him that I was I was a Scientologist as a joke. And, that is funny. And is it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so then, um, you, you know me. I love a good prank. Yeah. That, no, that's a really good one. I love a good prank. And I was like, yeah, I'm a Scientologist. I just brought it up like casually. And I was like, I love that place. And um, you're like, that's my house. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, I live there. Like, he was like, lovely? he was like, wait. Oh, ha, ha. He, he thought it, you know, oh, ha, ha. And that's a joke and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, I was like, oh, no, that's funny that you think that it's a joke. But no, I am. And uh, I was like, you should, you know, get more information about it. Like, it's a really cool, really cool thing. And then I just I wouldn't let it go. And so he thought it was a joke. And then immediately it was like, oh, my God, she's serious. And then we went to uh, <laughs> he get drinks. And he was like so weird to me. Yeah, no kidding. And I just I it, and, but you said I was joking. And then I he was so weird for like probably like a good like 10 15 minutes and then I was like, "Oh, he like really thinks I'm serious." Yeah. And so I tried to tell him that I was joking and so then he thought that I was lying about the joking part. And I think the whole date he like thought I was a Scientologist. Did you ever go out again? And I no, I had to convince him that I wasn't. I had to spend like most of the time con- it was it, 
What a great There wasn't a date. really good prank. It wasn't a good payoff for this. Okay. Um, Rachel, tell us one more thing. Tell us the 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 brightest spot in your life right now. What what's what's really working? Oh, what a question. Uh the brightest spot in my life. Uh knowing that being a comedian, I have somewhat of control over my career and mm. I get to do that and it makes me really happy. Uh yeah, I think that. Yeah. Control. I like doing it. I love it. Yeah. Where can they find you on social media? Uh, Instagram and Twitter. It's at Rachel N. O'Brien. It reads like Rachel O'Brien, And Rachel spelled R-A-C-H-A-E-L. Amazing. Where can they find you, Dana? Oh, thanks for asking. At Dana Moonme. What about you, Megan? You guys can find me at Megan Granger. Uh, and please rate the, five, the podcast five stars and share it with a friend. We love you. Bye. Bye, hair, bitch. Bye, hair. Bye, hair, bitch. Bye, hair. Bye, hair, bitch. Bye, hair. Bye, 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 hair, bitch. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E. AV on YouTube.